0: Jesus, we thank you so much this morning for your goodness. God, we thank you so much for the testimony of those that got baptized this morning. God, for the encouragement that is to our faith. God, we thank you for your presence in this place. God, I pray that you might help us to hear your voice now, to lean into what your spirit is saying to us and challenging us on. God, we thank you for the gift of worship, the gift of prayer, the gift of communicating with you. That you might help us to to lean in to your presence this morning. We honor you and we give you praise in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, please grab a seat. Fantastic. Wow, look at that. Speedy Brock, well done. Well, this morning um, we are in week two of a little series on worship and. As you can see behind me, we're setting up for something a little bit different this morning um, in that I've asked all of our worship leaders to be a part of this morning's service. And so you're going to get to hear, not from me, I get to ask a question and they will answer. Uh, And so you'll get to lean in and hear some of our worship leaders, their heart for worship, why they do it, what's important for them and, and what they might want to encourage you in. And so I'm going to invite all of our worship leaders up on stage now and grab a seat. Uh, and we've got a seventh worship leader who's not in the room, but uh, my mum, Heather, is, ha- has answered a couple of questions via video. So Ooh. we'll get all of the seven worship leaders. So, of course, my lovely wife, Alana, on the end there. Kristen. Nathan, who leads our creative team. Kira Lee, And the power couple, Alexis and Glenn. <laughs> um, so we're going to jump straight in. We're going to try to keep this... Uh, so it doesn't drag out, because we're going to respond and worship after this as well. Um, So I'm going to ask maybe Nathan first. Who's got the mic? Oh, there we go. This is going to work well. Um, Why do you love to sing and worship, and why is it important for you?
1: I think as a young person growing up in the church, I think music was probably the first thing I really embraced, I think, in terms of church life. And um, as a youth going to events like Youth Alive and youth camps, the music was always what drew me in. Um, and there might have been an amazing international guest preacher there, but it was still the music which, um, which really stuck with me, I think, as a young person. Because I think music is this very universal language that I think we all can embrace, not just in the church, but outside the church. Music is, is, is loved right around the world in many different languages and many different cultures. So it's this one thing that we all have in common, I think. And it's just, I think it's just an important thing that it's godly, it's spiritual. I think it's something we need to bring towards God and use to our advantage to really propel the kingdom of God on earth with, um, with music. And even before I had any musical talent, I reckon it was it was still something that I embraced. And I think even people in this room, you might not be able to sing. You might not have a, any musical bone in your body, um, like, like what I probably did as a young person, still learning. But it's still
0: something that you can embrace, I think, and, um, yeah. and use um, in worship. <clears throat> and Kristen, what about for you? Why do you love to sing and worship? Why is it important?
2: I need notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I was the same. I kind of grew up in the church. You know, always surrounded by music and everything. And then I kind of grew up playing classical piano and didn't really have its place in church, but then discovered that God had kind of given me this gift of praise and worship and this gift of singing and that he gave it to me for a purpose, like he gives all of us gifts, they're for his purpose and for his glory. So it kind of became a thing, not creating music for myself, but for his glory um, and kind of... And throughout all my life, it's always just where I've come back to. Um, ultimately, giving God glory. You know, you always look all throughout the Bible, um, you know, Paul and Silas. They're always praising God and all in those moments. And I think, ultimately, I think what I last wrote down um, is that I don't... I always feel awkward when people say, oh, great worship. You just did. Ha! Um, I always feel awkward with that. But it's, um, it's because it's not about me. Um, God's... i want. I don't want people to hear my voice. I don't want people to hear me play. I want God to hear my heart. And that's what I want. That's what's important.
0: And we're going to jump up to Wodonga via video and ask Heather this question. Why do you love to sing and worship? Why is it important for you? See if this works.
3: Hi, everyone. Hi from Wodonga. I'm so glad I can be here with you today. So I'm I'm wanting to answer this question for you about uh, worship. Um, I love to sing and worship God because I believe God expects us to. It's almost a command in Scripture. Um, I've got lots of Scriptures I could give you, but probably that'll be a bit boring but to, today. But He is so worthy of our praise. In Psalm 107, it says four times, just in the one chapter, Oh that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for the wonderful works to the children of men. So... Uh, it's really important to God that we do that. Not that God has um, any sort of needs, but any person who loves has a a need to be loved back and cherished. And so we're loved and cherished by God. And he desires that we, in that relationship, that we um, show him how much we love him and and, uh, adore him. So that's really important. Also, you can think of... Uh, singing praise songs as prayer because it's uh, prayer to God but it's just set to music and that's happening all the way through the Psalms and we still do that today we set our prayers to music so you can t- virtually you pray all day if you're singing worship songs Like it, it says in scripture to pray continuously and you think to yourself how on earth could I do that but that's one way you could do it is by singing uh, to him and especially singing songs that are based on scripture. Also praising God overcomes the enemy and um, he inhabits the praises of his people and Satan doesn't like that, he can't stand it. And he he's defeated when we're worshiping and praising God. The benefits of worship and praise and singing to him, it brings peace. Um, Philippians 4, 4 talks about that. and. It's a result of our um, thinking on God, on the goodness of him and on the positives and not, rather than on the negatives. Also praise uh, not only gives us peace but it gives us strength and Jesus interchanged praise for strength in, in scripture in Psalm 8.2 and also um, when he was quoting from Nehemiah. So praise is also strength. The medical profession uh, have also, even though they don't know what's happening in the Bible a lot of the times, but they've got statistics to show that a happy and joyful person is a lot more healthy than one who was always down in the dumps. So praise God for saving you and let the joy of the Lord be your strength. That's my encouragement for you today.
0: Fantastic. I'm going to ask Alana, how long have you been worship leading and how did you get started?
4: Um, I grew up in a Pentecostal church. I didn't grow up in South Baptist until I was about 14. And um, so they did things very differently to how a Baptist church does. And we we, we had this incredible worship pastor at our church and she would come into kids' ministry. So from my early memory, she would come into kids' ministry and she would lead us in worship as kids, and she would uh, get us all up sometimes, and she would she would use such great examples, like uh, we're going to go up a worship mountain. And I remember that, and I still think that sometimes we can, you know, we're not always happy, or there's not always great things in our lives, um, and so we're at the bottom of this mountain, and we're going to worship our way up. And so that, to me, I think <clears throat> got me started. Um, yeah, and she, she sort of laid this great foundation of what worship is, how to be thankful, and um, how to sing. And then when I moved to South Baptist, pretty much straight away, just, they were like, you can sing, <laughs> up you get. Which is, yeah, if you want to, if you can sing, up you get. Yeah, yeah that was how.
0: That's fantastic. What about you, Kiralee? How long have you been worship leading, and how did you get started?
5: Um, I'm one of them very lucky people that um, music runs in my blood, in my family. Um, Everybody in my mum's family is blessed with musical talent and are worship leaders in their own churches, so it was probably just a matter of time before I did something similar. Um, I think I started singing on a stage or playing an instrument when I was eight and um, was part of worship teams all through my teenage years. And then it wasn't until late teens, early 20s, Um, you know, becoming more serious in my relationship with my now husband. Moved to his church, which was only a very small church of about 35 people. And we didn't have any of the tech that we have here now in 2023. Um, And you could always hear the loudest voice. And um, for me back then, it was just, you know, okay, I'm the one with the mic. So I've got to make sure that, you know, I'm vocally on point and not going to stuff it up for anybody else. But, um, you know, in small congregations, everyone sings loudly, which is amazing, and you could always hear one or two distinct voices, and as a worship leader, you know, you had to keep them on track too, because otherwise it threw the whole congregation out as well. And I remember, um, I didn't really take it seriously as a worship leader until this, but we had a song that was in our regular rotation, and it was a favourite, and it still is a favourite of mine, Um, and... In the second half of the song, you'd repeat a bridge, and the first time you'd do it, and then moving into the second time, the timing of one of the lines in the bridge would change and it would trip everybody up every time. And of course, when you've got one or two prominent voices, it would trip everybody up every single time, and it was always a joke, ha ha ha, but it's like, no, come on, you know, let's, let's, and. Um, that was a real moment of awakening for me as a worship leader. No, I've got to vocally lead so that we stay together and, um, you know, keep the time. We didn't have a drum or a guide or anything like that of the things that we have now. But, um, yeah, that was, that was, I guess, what brought me to that next step of worship leading as opposed to just singing a pretty song.
6: Yeah. Fantastic. What about you, Glenn? How long have you been worshipping for? How do you get started? A little while, Brad. i um, going to give my age away a little bit, but probably more than 20 years, maybe less than 30, but okay. somewhere in there. Um, and it was the opportunity, just uh, worshipping with your peers uh, as a young person through a youth group and through our youth worship services, probably very similar to what our youth do on a, on a Friday night from time to time, um, was the opportunity that I first had to sort of lead worship and to, um, yeah, to have that experience and to... Um, you know, work in that ministry. So, yeah, a, a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, fantastic. All
0: right, Alexis. Um, what's your favourite song to lead and why? Um, Consult
7: my notes, too. Um, well, I thought I thought I had my favourite song until this morning, and then I was like, oh, actually, I really like that one too. Oh, I really like that one. Um, generally, I I really like songs that I can really belt out. Um, and I think uh, probably more recently, um, I've really liked like firm foundation because um, I think, just think it's a really great reminder of he is our firm foundation and he's not going anywhere and he's constantly there. He is, he is our firm fa- But uh, I don't know, I, I, liked, I liked Beneath the Waters. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that bridge, that's so good. And then, there was, yeah, I could go on. I just love, I love worship. Yeah, lots yeah. of good songs.
0: Oh, what about you, Kiralee?
7: Um, I don't have a
5: favourite song. I have a favourite type. Is that okay? Sure. <laughs> like Alexis, I like a song I can belt out. Um, I feel really feel really blessed that I have, a, um, a you know, the, the vocal talents that I have and I love being able to use them. You know, if we're made in God's image and, you know, that we can sing and um, be creative and worship like the angels will do, like what we'll do in heaven... Um, and, you know, what we're doing now is only a tiny micro-expression of that, then I think it's just amazing that we have these gifts to really throw ourselves into... Um... Oh, I'm getting all excited. <laughs> I just, it just feels like a second gear. Like, the song's like, um, yeah, what a beautiful name, you know, when you get to that really punchy bridge... Um, and, of course, the songs that are um, theologically sound and stuff um, as well, that's, a, you know, a big thing. Yeah. But, you know, All Hail King Jesus, like, it's a real call to action and a real march and, you know, it just feels so connective to Jesus when you can really lean into your talents and really express yeah. in the way we're going to be doing forever.
0: That's right. Good. What about you, Kristen?
5: Okay, so, yeah, I think
2: I I never thought I had a type until one day Glenn turned around and said, oh, you'd like this song. And I was (laughs) like, oh, apparently I have a genre. (laughs) But ultimately... I can't, it's such a difficult one. I'm with you guys. Yes, just hard. But at the moment on replay is, uh, raise a hallelujah, you probably guessed because I always worship, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, There's a bit of, every song that I love always has a backstory to it. This song, when it first came out, my girlfriend sent it to me. Um, We'd been out walking and praying and she sent it through and it was just like, and then it was on this playlist for that Sunday. I was like, ha, hallelujah. Um, Yeah, but it comes, um, I think because I've got notes. Um, so often we become aware that Satan is actually attacking us, mocking us, distracting us. Um, and, you know, even just down to the point that sometimes it's actually just easier to stay in bed on a Sunday and come to church rather than come to church. But praising God overcomes that. Um, and I love in this song because it's just such a declaration and it just declares God's power and his victory over the enemies. Um, and it also um, uses our whole being to praise him, like, you cannot just stand there and sing that song, like, yeah, thanks, guys, (laughs) Um, and then it's that, um, what's the line, I will watch the darkness flee, Um, and it was really interesting that Heather said, um, you know, the medical um, personnel just have, don't have that distinction that happy people can't have anxiety or anything like that but ultimately where there's God and where there's love there's no place for anxiety there's no place for fear or for sadness and I think that song just declares um yeah that line death is defeated the king is alive and I think yeah anything that just declares God's power and his sovereignty is that's my favorite
0: yeah that's unreal all right next questions for Nathan and Alana I don't know who wants to go first Nathan you got the mic how do you prepare for a Sunday morning
1: Yeah, um, a lot goes into it because practically and also spiritually, I I think one of the things I'm conscious of is the Holy Spirit orchestrating the entire service. Um, Everything we do when we gather here on a Sunday is all orchestrated, I believe, by the Holy Spirit. So just being uh, conscious of that and praying and believing that the song choices and the way we arrange the music that we actually do for our praise and worship is is directed and guided by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, and I've seen that countless times where I haven't even put much thought into the song selection, but then you get here on a Sunday and just the way the worship goes, the, the preaching, um, the MC spot, everything which happens in the service all of a sudden just sort of comes together. And those songs that we selected and that we sang, that we declare God's goodness and, and um, during our worship time has just been um, obviously just orchestrated completely by God. Um, mm. During the week, as we prepared and selected and um, rehearsed those songs musically, so I'm definitely conscious of that, um, and then just practically it's a lot of listening to praise and worship in my own time worshiping in my own time as well because what we what we do on stage isn't just play the songs we 're here to worship and I think as it's part of our, our private lives as well is a lot of worship and, and adoring and um, uh, looking to God I think that helps us to then come on a Sunday and be able to actually lead the church in worship because we're, we're prepared and our hearts are fully
0: set to do it yeah yeah fantastic what about you Alana how do you prepare
4: I'm pretty similar to Nathan I like to be very organized so as soon as Nathan puts out the roster I'm like yes I know I can do that and um, I'll look at my team and see what the capability is and Uh, usually we'll sing at church what is on repeat at my house our our house (laughs) um because that's I know that's what I'm daily worshiping to. so I feel like I can lead those songs well and yeah like Nathan was saying um, we lead from a place of personal worship so um it needs to be more than about whatever song is up it needs to be that personal worship that we can lead the rest of the congregation in yeah but be organized I think
0: yeah, no, fantastic. For the next question, I'm going to throw the Wodonga again. What's one thing you'd encourage people to think about as they prepare to sing and worship God each week?
3: When I know that um, worship leading is um, coming up, say, in the following week, uh, I would think and pray about it quite a bit before I pick, She's answering pick songs. answering questions. And even when I have chosen songs, I was still, in, still thinking about it and, you know, asking God for... About what he's done for me and what he'd like me to to bring as part of worship. When I'm picking songs I like to try and choose songs that have got pure praise in them and uh, not ones that are necessarily talking about someone's experience which those songs are good but pure praise is much better and they're, they're a bit harder to find on on anyone's list but um, so think I think about what I'm grateful for and what
0: God's done for me in that week and that helps me so that was question four that was a... anyway well sorry to you Alexis you can answer this one question five what's one thing you'd encourage people to think about as they're prepared to sing and worship each week
7: um, I think I think it's just um, what did I say focus on him So... Um, I think, I think it's not all about Sunday. It's not all about worshipping on a Sunday, but um, I find it's a really good reset, um, really good after the week you've had and going into the week you're going to have. Um, I think it's really good to just blank out the noise of the weeks, blank out what's happening and just focus on him because um, he's going to meet you exactly where you are in whatever state you're in in whatever you're bringing to him, whatever baggage you're carrying, whatever celebrations you've got going on in your heart, um, he's going to meet you exactly where you are. It doesn't matter what is happening on stage. Um, it, doesn't hap- it doesn't matter what songs are necessarily playing. I just feel like if you focus on him, he's got something for you. Like, I just, I always find that really um, just beautiful when, I don't know, like you can have one song and it means or God brings something to someone and then something entirely different to someone else. And that's when you, I don't know, you can just feel, like I feel like it's today, like everyone's getting something different out of worship today. Everyone's getting something different out of even what we're saying, I guess. Um, But I think that's, like for me, my, my prayer is always that God won't see this on stage I mean sorry people won't see this on stage that they will only see God and in fact sometimes be honest when my voice is really croaky or there's a song that I'm like oh I just keep it's just that note is just I actually um I really pray hard that people only see God (laughs)
0: that's good All right, we're almost there. Uh, So, Glenn, can you share a time where, through singing worship, something changed for you or what worship does in you,
6: how it changes you? Yeah, for sure. I I think this morning, even after the baptisms, um, it reminded me of just moments in a service that really um, resonate with me. And I think, you know, with a baptism, with an altar call, that moment where somebody within our congregation, within our community makes a confession of faith makes a statement makes a really step out in their faith and then we as a congregation or a community we get around that and we praise with them and we sing and we celebrate that for me is um just a really wonderful moment that sort of embraces and i guess shows what we are as a church when we we do that together and then i think it helps our faith um you know they're They've taken a, a, a step forward in their faith, but I think that just encourages the body. And
0: um, yeah. yeah, that's fantastic.
6: Kristen, I'm going to ask
0: you the same question. What's something that changes in you, or how's God changed you
2: through worship? This is the personal question, Brad. Very personal. Yeah. Um, so I think personally, um, this kind of goes back to when Brad emailed all us worship leaders about the questions. I wrote back and I said, oh, worship is ultimately for my heart and heart, it softens me. It actually brings down my walls and creates that place that God can speak to me um, and also wrap his arms around me. Um, It's funny, I think of all these instances that God's done it with throughout my life and then literally on Friday, I've had a bit of a doozy of a week, um, I was pretty overwhelmed and I hopped in the car and started driving and I called my husband and I was bawling my eyes out. And... (laughs) Anyway, it's so reassuring. And then I kept driving. I don't actually know how many Ks I did, but I just kept driving. And I was just listening to praise and just worshipping God. And as I continued to drive, I just felt God's peace. And he was just saying, it's okay, because just keep your eyes on me. It's okay. And by the time I pulled my car back in the driveway and I sat there and finished the song and prayed... I was just like, this that beautiful peace that only God can provide just overwhelmed me. And I just walked back into the house and just was like, this is great. I've got this because that's the power of prayer and that's the power of praise. Mm. No, that's unreal. Thank you, Christian. Yeah.
0: Right, and Alana, I'm going to ask you the same question. Can you share a time where, through singing or worship, something changed for you
4: and in you? Um, I think all the time, in most situations, worship changes me um I feel like I need to worship often like it's it's a my my body needs it, it's like medicine to me um and I don't think I could pinpoint an exact time anything specifically shifted where worship changed but I feel like because of worship I have always had this deep conviction that I know that I know that God is faithful and by singing those those words over and over and over through my childhood Um, yeah, had a pretty dodgy um, upbringing and so singing and worship, yeah, was just like medicine, it was good
0: That's really cool And as we finish, Nathan, is there anything else, any final thoughts as our creative team director?
1: Yeah, I think I'd encourage everyone that no matter what kind of singing voice you have, we're here to worship and I think just be prepared as you come in here on a Sunday just during our worship time um, to sing Um, you don't have to sing loud you don't even have to sing for real but just the words are on the screen just use them as a personal declaration as Heather was saying these these songs are like prayers Um, Mm. they declare so many good things about God and and the power um, of the Holy Spirit and I think um, just sing and from a worship leader point of view there's nothing better than hearing the whole congregation just singing back to us it's Especially, we do the sound check and the rehearsal in the morning, and we just get through the songs and we rehearse them. And then we get to the service, and um, when the congregation, yeah, it becomes real in this place and the and the power. And you really feel that God is in this place when we're all unified, singing together um, His praise. So I really encourage you, no matter how bad or good you think you can sing, just we're here to declare it. And, um, and do it. And maybe singing is not for you, but maybe like, lift lift your arms, get on your knees, do whatever you have to do to um to really embrace um the worship as we as we come
0: together every Sunday in, in, in unity, I guess, and, and, and praise and worship him. Yeah. Yeah, that's unreal. Thank you so much, Nathan. And thank you, worship leaders. Can we give our worship leaders a huge hand? Um, you know, our worship leaders put a lot of thought and prayer and time and effort into what they do. It's not just coming here and doing a, uh, a task that sometimes it can feel like that. But for, for the most part, it's, you've heard their heart. You've heard what it is and so on. And I encourage you as they step up to lead each Sunday morning to be led by them. Uh, to not sit there and go, hmm, I don't like what they're wearing. I don't like this song. I don't like how it sounds. I don't like this key. I don't like the light. You know, to say, all right, this person's here to lead me. I'm going to be led. Uh, You know, it's a biblical command to to be under the authority of leadership. And so in that moment, when the worship leader steps up, uh, they're as nervous um, as as you would be if you had to do that, something like that. And so to be humble and to be led. Uh, And so I want to just pray for our worship leaders now as they're all going to go back to their spots. They've all got things they need to do right now. Uh, So can we stand together and as they move and as the band comes and things shift around, uh, let's pray for our worship leaders and our worship team. Uh, God, we thank you so much for our worship leaders and for our band and for our texts and for every every person that makes uh, this worship experience each Sunday morning take place. God, we pray for your protection over their life, over their marriages, over their families. Uh, and God, we pray for, as they prepare each Sunday, each week, God, that you would prepare their hearts, you would soften their hearts so they could lead us uh, like you'd want them to. And God, we pray that we might respond and we might be led by this worship team. Uh, like uh, in the Old Testament, as the worshipers went out first in, in battle, God, that we might uh, go out first with them. We might be right there with them, singing our praises to you, lifting our hands. Not because uh, they'll feel better, but because you've called us to do it. And praise changes us. And praise welcomes your presence in. And so, God, even now, as we choose to turn our attention back to you and as we sing these next couple of songs, God, I pray that you might help us to step out in faith and praise you with all that we have and all that we are. We love you and we honour you. We thank you for this moment. In Jesus' name.